0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley, devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Do you remember this verse, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills. There's something about an upward look, not to get so Focused or fixated on the things around us, the things below, but to set our affections on things above, to lift our gaze beyond the horizon into the heavenlies, to not get lost in our yesterdays, in the mundane monotony of today, or even in the regrets of the moment, but to fasten ourselves on tomorrow and what is coming on the horizon of our lives. When Jesus healed the blind man, he first asked him, "How do you see?" And the man said, "I see men as trees walking." Of course, he touched him a second time, but it's interesting that first phrase. It's found in the Holy Book, "I see men as trees." You won't look far in scripture before you see that saints are often compared to trees in the Bible. The first psalm declares this, Psalm 1-3, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But my attention today is focused on the palm tree. It's in the 92nd Psalm, we shall flourish like a palm tree. All of this week, we're discussing the life of worship, And I can't think of anything more emblematic than the life of worship than the upward look as figuratively seen in the palm tree. If you would permit me today, I want to share with you seven beauties of the palm tree that are found in scripture and in daily life. And they're so indicative of the overcoming child of God, because indeed, as the psalmist said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. The first thing you would notice of a palm tree is that its branches all shoot upward. It's as if they've set their gaze on heaven. Most other trees have branches up and down the trunk, and their branches are roughly parallel to the ground, but not so with the palm tree. The branches are only found at the apex, at the top of the tree, and they exit the trunk, reaching toward the sky. If we're to flourish like a palm tree, then first and foremost, we need that upward look. We need to be reaching into the heavens. In the picturesque language of the Old Testament, a tree's branches are compared to faith. We find that in Proverbs 11. They're compared to love and to worship, Isaiah 55. Let the trees of the field clap their hands. So the palm tree's branches speak of our affections, our aspirations, that we're to reach into the heavens. Paul said in Colossians 3, if ye then being risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Set your affections on things above, not on the things of this earth. The child of God who overcomes is one who has an upward look one whose affections reach up toward God. The palm tree's branches reach heavenward and then slowly descend back to earth. So it is with the child of God. Once we get our affections right between us and God, then and only then are we useful to this world. I will lift up mine eyes. This is the first beauty of a palm tree. The second beauty is this. The palm tree grows in only the cleanest of soils, clean dirt. Does that make any sense? That's an oxymoron. But a palm tree doesn't grow in the mire and the swamps. It grows naturally in places where the sandy soil is pure. There's a flowing tide. When a child of God is born again, he is transplanted from this world into the vineyard of the Lord, the garden of Christ. They're brought out of a world that John said in 1 John 5, that is polluted. The whole world lies in wickedness. But now Paul said in Ephesians 3, we are rooted and we are grounded in love. Paul also spoke of the washing of water by the word of God. The preached, taught, taught an applied word of God. When you and I come into the house of the Lord, there's a flowing tide, a washing of water by the word of God. When you accept truth, when you accept the power of God and his revelation, you step into the kingdom of God and there is pure soil there. There is a regular washing of that soil. Here's the third beauty of a palm tree. The palm tree is a weak plant when young. The young palm sapling is not like an oak or a pine. It hasn't developed a tough stem. It's more like a large grass blade. It's very weak, can't stand by itself. So when palm trees are planted, they're usually bound together three or four at a time, and they stand only by leaning against one another. As they grow, they lose their individual distinctiveness and they begin to grow together, we are truly better together. We can't make it alone. When we're first brought to the Lord, most of us were very weak, feeble spiritually. We couldn't stand by ourselves without the help and the support of the family of God. Had we been planted alone, we wouldn't have reached for the sky very long. We'd have tilted over and embraced the earth from which we came. But we have been planted together. I love the plurality that Paul used when he talked of his favorite church of Ephesus. He said, even when we were dead in sins, he hath made us alive together with Christ and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that we lean on one another, that we don't rely on our own strength. We've entwined our roots. We've entwined our lives with the strength of other people. One way you and I as children of God can thrive and to flourish is to entwine your lives with other people. Associate yourself with people of like precious faith. Be around people who are victorious, full of faith, full of hope, full of love. Faith sustains faith. Love engenders love. You can't make it alone. Iron sharpens iron. We need each other. Then comes the fourth beauty of a palm tree. It's intrinsic. A palm tree is... Evergreen. In fact, all of the trees that children of God are compared to in Scripture have that one thing in common. Not only are there trees, but they're evergreens. The palm tree is no exception. It is not deciduous, it doesn't lose its leaves, it doesn't retreat into a dormancy cycle. The seasons have no effect on the palm tree, it's an evergreen. Jesus, the source of all life, called himself in Luke 23, a green tree. David said, I'm a green tree in the house of the Lord. I'm an evergreen. Then our evergreen nature comes from that abundance of rising sap that Jesus Christ is the life force within us that creates this nature of preservation that withstands the elements and circumstances. Whether it's summer, winter, fall, or spring, whether we're young or old, the season is always right for the child of God to be full of life, full of worship, always green, always growing. Can you see why I believe that the palm tree is emblematic of the life of worship? It's always a good time to praise Him in the good times and in the bad. Not only is a palm tree an evergreen, but it's also a fruit-bearing tree. That's the fifth beauty. The unrighteous are compared to chaff. Chaff recalls the winnowing process when the harvest of grain was over and the stalks of grain were dried and then thrashed. The grain would fall to ground, and then with forks, the mixture would be tossed into the air, and chaff would be captured by the breeze, but the grain would return to the threshing floor. The unrighteous are like blowing tumbleweeds, but the righteous, they're like a tree planted by water bearing fruit. The palm tree not only keeps its leaves all year, but it's filled with fruit. There are over 1500 species of palms, palms that produce dates, coconuts, oil, But here's the unique thing about the palms' fruit. They produce fruit year around. There's always a new batch of fruit. And it's that way with the children of God. We're fruitful year round. The fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of soul winning. I love what it says in Jeremiah. Cursed is the man that trusts in man, makes flesh his arm, heart departs from the Lord. That person's going to be like a heath, a shrub in the desert, will never see when good comes, and will inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. But blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out her roots by the river, shall not see when heat comes, but her leaves shall be green, shall not be careful, cautious, fearful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. When the heat is on, the fruit remains. The palm tree. The palm tree is that incredible tree that also bears fruit all year long. The sixth beauty of a palm tree is that it thrives under heavy pressure. Where I live along the Gulf Coast, oak trees will collapse in a storm, pine trees, but not the palm tree. When the wind blows, it just bows and bends. And when the wind stops, it snaps back up. And a curious thing is noticed amongst Paul. It's the blowing wind that provides the catalyst for that tree to grow. It thrives under pressure. So too with children of God. When Pharaoh placed burdens on the children of Israel, their numbers didn't diminish. They grew stronger. Almost with a rejoice, not against me, O mine enemy. I may fall, but I'm getting up and I'm going to be stronger. Storms are the child of God's best friend at times. Then comes the seventh beauty of a palm tree, the life of worship. Palm branches are the signs of victory. We read of two trees in heaven, the tree of life, and then the redeemed of the Lord are said to have palm branches in their hands. What began growing on this earth shall survive, it shall flourish It is your worship that will carry you into heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And the life of worship you have here bears in direct proportion to the worship up there. Your worship won't stop growing until it reaches another world. The unrighteous, said the psalmist, are like chaff driven away in the wind, like tumbleweeds across the great plains. But not so with the mighty people of God. Paul said, we've been planted together in Christ. Our affections are heavenly. Our roots go down deep into purity. Our destinies are intertwined. Our leaves remain. Our fruit abounds. Our grove grows and thrives under pressure. And someday, the worship that we give down here will be seen in another world and we will be waving the palm branches of victory, giving a wave offering to the King of Kings. Like a palm tree, set your sights on the sky. Grow in purity. Grow together with one another. Let the sap of the Lord Jesus Christ rise in you. You're an evergreen. Bear fruit, thrive under pressure, and get ready for great victory. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.